Y'all ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Kessel Run Radio, the fastest Star Wars show in the galaxy. We've got a great show lined up for you today, but before we get into that, let me introduce who I'm here with. As always, Corey Van Dyke. What's up, man? What is going on, dude? It's How you feeling? Another Tuesday or Wednesday when this is releasing same week these are all blending together there's absolutely no difference between the weeks now absolutely not and i'm also here with josh from den of nerds what's up man what's up guys yeah it's uh, good to be here good to be sitting down talking some star wars with you guys and uh, yeah i'm doing well i agree though days weeks what are those anymore Mm, who knows exactly we're almost in august now it's so whack oh my god (laughs) like what what happened it's it's crazy it's crazy but yeah. uh but you know what you know what's making this weird year go by faster or go by easier i should say is uh talking star wars and that's what we're gonna do today so uh before we get into the actual uh you know topics today just want to give a good congratulations to lucasfilm and the whole team behind the mandalorian 15 yeah. emmy nominations that's for the awesome. mandalorian which is you know Star Wars, you know, usually doesn't get a lot of respect from those kind of, you know, those academies or whatever we call them. I don't know what you call the Emmys, but uh, which is cool. I know Clone Wars, Corey, Clone Wars is nominated a few Clone times, Clone Wars right? won. Clone Wars won. But for Best Animated, right? Best Animated Series, yeah. So, like, that, and that's awesome for Clone Wars, right. but, like, Best Drama? It's yeah. up there yeah, with shows like Ozark and stuff like, like that. Yeah. That's crazy. So congratulations yeah. to absolutely on that. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge deal, dude. Mandalorian will go down as one of the most epic things Star Wars ever did. It was uh, fantastically timed too, I think, with some yeah. of the other things that were going on with the fan base. And yeah, dude, like this is it. It's way more special than I think we realized even watching it. You know? Oh yeah. Um, it's a, it's a very special thing. Yep, I absolutely. think yeah, it's awesome that John Carlos Esposito got nominated for Mandalorian. Like, yeah, that is awesome. That's awesome. Dude, that's crazy. But yeah. he's so good, dude. Oh, he he's barely it. in it. Oh my god, so he good. stole that old show. Bro. I know. Yeah, I cannot awesome. wait to see him. Yeah. Oh, me neither. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So, congratulations to everyone involved. Uh, all right, now let's move on to the show today. So, earlier this week, what day was that? Was that Sunday, Corey? I think that we dropped that news at like yeah. midnight yeah, for Target. Mm-hmm. We went live and we were like, whatever, we're just going to drop this news. We've heard from multiple sources that Grand Moff Tarkin is uh, going to appear in the Cassian Andor series, uh, which I am a huge fan of. But uh, Josh, when you hear this, that, does that excite you? Does that maybe make you a little more excited for the possibilities of the Cassian Andor series? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it means a couple of different things. First of all, Wilhoff Tarkin is an incredible character and one of the characters that's actually been fleshed out more in the disney stuff so the tarkin novel phenomenal Mm -hmm. you know what i mean his spots in rebels his spots in rogue one he's he showed up a lot here and there fantastic i really like to think of tarkin vader and the emperor as like the trifecta of the empire like if one of them wasn't there it, it wouldn't have worked right um, and so Lucasfilm has done a great job of, of building up the mythos of Tarkin. So I think this is number one, brilliant. But number two, it kind of makes you think about the structure of the show, right? Right. There's, it, putting him into the show means something. It means we're going to be getting an imperial perspective that will at least bounce back a little bit mm-hmm. with what we're seeing with the resistance, right? 
Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, my baseline here, this is awesome. It certainly makes me more excited for Cassian. Uh, but, but I also wonder, could there be another piece of high-ranking military uh, personnel uh, perhaps involved in the show as well? You know, obviously, right. I'm thinking Thrawn. Like I, right, yeah, right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Thrawn thing. That's actually one thing whenever we were live on YouTube and it's talking about this for the first time, a lot of people were like, Thrawn, 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 Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn. And it's like everyone wants to see Thrawn in live action. And Makes I think, sense. No, yeah. yeah, I'm with them. Another one we kept seeing was Krennic. And I'd love, I would love it if we got to see Krennic and Thrawn both show up in this show as well. But yeah. Corey, what are your thoughts? Because I mean, obviously we've talked about it already on the channel, but yeah. we didn't really give much, we didn't really dive into our thoughts on it. Uh, so go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think like Josh was saying, this makes sense to have characters like this um, show up together. You know, I, I think that it's possible we could see Thrawn with Tarkin. I think that'd be awesome. But in terms yeah. of like Tarkin himself, yeah, I mean, I'm always down for the world building and continuing to put these characters in stories that are meaningful. Uh, I mean, Tarkin, we've, you know, in, in hindsight, we don't have too much of. Like, he's been in Rebels a couple of times. He's been in Rogue One briefly, and he was in A New Hope, but that's it. And Clone he's in Clone Wars, Wars right? Yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah so bit. I'm excited to see him in his Imperial days in live action, you know what I'm saying? Like, more so than we've already seen. Um, I can't imagine it's going to be for a crazy amount of time in the show, uh, just because that is expensive technology, unless they're yeah. willing to go all out on Cassian. Um, but yeah, I'm down. I, I think. What excites me more is the idea of who he could be around. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, you mentioned that the, it's expensive. It really is expensive. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I think they're down. I think they're, I think they're game to spend some money on their Disney Plus series because yeah. they see what Mandalorian's doing right now. 15 Emmys, let's exactly. go. Yeah. 15 Emmys was a worldwide phenomenon. Baby Yoda, yeah. everyone loved Baby Yoda. I, I think. I think they are like, oh, we really have something here with what we can yeah. do with Disney Plus. And it's in from what everything we've heard lately about the stuff they're doing with Solo and all this mm -hmm. stuff on Disney Plus. I think I think that's kind of the trend they're going in. Like Disney Plus is going to be the home for Star Wars here in the future. And there's going to be some some movies in the theaters. I think that's kind of how it's it's going to be. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, w I just want to say, I think, too, that, you know, they could lean into Tarkin they could absolutely lean yeah. in because I think um, one of the things that Marvel does really brilliantly is like having those really good nerdy sprinkles. Right. right. So, you know, Captain Marvel, maybe not the, the biggest draw, but you're going to see the scroll in the Cree for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Feige yeah. has this really good ability of like, Hey, here's why the nerds will show up. Right. Mm -hmm. And, Cassian Andor as a series to me doesn't necessarily have a huge draw. Although I think the big draw is um, Tudyk's character. Yeah, K2SO. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. He's hilarious. Their dynamic is awesome. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have a severe, what I would call like a sweaty like right. draw. Right. But if they lean in, dude, if the, you just said it, you were like, we don't get a lot of Tarkin in live action. Well, what if like this is the moment where we really explore that character? Right. right. I think that's a little nerdy, uh, you know, thing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. They could lean in. I, I'm with you, man. And, and I'd love to see it. I love Tarkin. He's such an awesome, yeah. he's such an awesome character. But one thing that also, when we found this out, I went, okay, it, if Tarkin's there, from what we've seen, if, if Tarkin is anywhere, Vader's not too far behind. 
Right. Uh, Vader, you know, Tarkin's in Rogue One. Vader's in Rogue One. We see Tarkin in A New Hope. He, you know, we see him in the uh, in A New Hope, obviously. Uh, and I don't know, Rebels. They're both in there. So it's like yeah. I think if Tarkin is in this, I think there's a good chance we see Vader as well. Um, mm. yeah. I think I would, and I think it'd be smart. You know what I mean? Like, like, look, they know, we all know how much they love putting Vader in their stuff. I mean, they shoehorn him and do absolutely anything in that era. So I think I don't, and I think they know kind of what you, what, what Josh was talking about a second ago is like, they know Cassian isn't going to be the biggest draw. So the first trailer for the Cassian Andor series, they're going to have to show Tarkin. They're going to show right. Vader if he's in it. They're yeah. going to show if Thrawn shows up. Oh my gosh. That would be a huge moment. Oh yeah. So well, because think, wasn't this wasn't this the moment where most of the Empire did not consider the resistance or the potential um, rebellion to be a serious threat, yeah, right? right? Like, this was around that time, right? Yeah, this is... I don't know exactly when the Cassian series takes place, but it's been, it's been said it's in the early days of the... Um, I don't want to say Republic. I, I want to... Uh, rebellion, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The early days of the rebellion. Um, so that's kind of vague it's really vague I don't, who knows when that could be that could be but I, I i'm willing to bet that there's not much the empire is not really caring too much about what the rebels are doing at this time yeah uh, so who knows exactly what the role of the empire is going to be but if tarkin is in it there's got to be some semi-major yeah. role for them maybe we kind of see maybe in the series we kind of see the moment where the empire goes oh okay right we got to take these guys seriously you know? Well, because part of that is Thrawn, I believe, right? Because in Rebels, Thrawn is the one that's putting it together. And I believe, and this would blow my mind, I'm not 100% here, but I think it's actually a scene between Tarkin and Thrawn and potentially other uh, Imperials where he says this is not just an isolated thing to like a few Rebel cells. And, and right. I believe Thrawn is the one that realizes that they are actually all connected. So, like, what if we're seeing Tarkin, like, get these reports? And he's right. like, nope, no way. And it's just, like, yeah, throwing right, them right, out. Right, right. And he could have crushed the Rebellion, like, way sooner or something. Right, That'd right. be cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, and know. I think, to, to Josh's point about fleshing out Tarkin more, that's what I think is great about Disney+, Plus is you get the opportunity to do that in these shows, where in the movies you really can't. So Disney+, Plus is the perfect place to go completely – fan service for everyone right dude totally you got the yeah. time you can dig in yeah 100 yeah, yes. yep absolutely um so yeah and I, there's just so i say this every time we talk about cassian there is so much potential for this show this show yeah. has all the potential in the world to be one of the most pivotal star wars shows uh, slash any any anything like they could do so much in this time period show so much do so much build this world so I hope they take advantage of it. But I think it's safe to say we're all excited for the possibilities of this show in general and Tarkin being in it. For sure. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to the next topic. Well, uh, before you do, oh, oh, uh, right, just Corey. real quick, because we, we had... Oh, talk about Guy Henry. I, I totally yeah, forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Some, um, our friends over at Bestman Bolton have reported that Guy Henry will not be reprising his role as Tarkin. And um, again... It doesn't shock me because, like, when we did the initial report, we didn't know who was playing and we weren't told that information. And that makes sense to me because Tony Gilroy, who's working on this show, for some reason didn't like his performance in Rogue One. I don't know why I thought it was fine, but he felt he was too stiff. Mm. So uh, 
Tarkin is – I don't understand. I don't mean to cut you off. Tarkin is like, if anybody's stiff, it's Tarkin. Yeah, right. You know exactly. I mean? He's walking yeah. around. Yeah. So that's, that's weird to me because that, yeah, I, thought I thought he was fine. I thought, I thought, I thought he was great. I thought it was awesome, dude. Yeah. When you perfect. see – yeah. like, And I know it's a little Frankenstein-y, but yeah. honestly, like when I was watching that in a theater, it blew me away, dude. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it blew me away that they were going to do it because it felt like they were really committed yeah. to like – connecting it to star wars like really yeah. interesting. i had always heard too that that was reshoots that putting tarkin in was a part of the reshoots oh so how did like what i don't understand like gilroy like it was a lucasfilm decision to make dude tarkin and he didn't like it yeah. but he was overruled or something yeah i don't, I don't know. know that's that's I, what i'm saying it's a it's a weird and Bestman Bolton, friend of the show, love Bestman Bolton. And, and yeah, they're so good. I'm not they're saying, really good. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying that, like, you know, they're wrong. But also, I think that Guy Henry, and I, and, and I, I didn't know about these Tony Gilroy comments, but when Corey told me about that, I was like, well, he's not going to say it. You know, he's not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm That's doing true. that. And yeah. so it's well, like, maybe, maybe Guy he maybe, actually, he did say, I think it was like a month ago, he did an interview and he was like, he straight up was like, yeah, Tony Gilroy did not like me in Rogue One. So he was like, if I was going to be in Cassian, it wouldn't be, or if Tarkin was going to be in Cassian, it wouldn't be me. Wow. So, Bold. Yeah. That is Bold right. words. Holy shit. Yeah. Bold. He came yeah. out and just straight up said like, it's not happening. Wow. Right. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Then, then who <laughs> knows who's going to play him? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, well, who knows who's going to play Tarkin, but. Dude, he's... I would just get another double right in there put somebody in, in there for the makeup or and and for the you know the digital stuff and then get steven stannon into voice Tarkin. Yeah. there you go yeah Got hey, him. that's a that's a good idea i like that so uh all right well now let's move on to the next topic donald glover and billy d williams are reportedly going to return to to Return to Star Wars for a Lando Calrissian series, which we reported Donald Glover, and we'd also heard the stuff about Billy D showing up. And then there was kind of more reports coming out that there was they were going to be in the same show, and that Janna from The Rise of Skywalker was also going to play a role in the show, uh, which we did mention with our original uh, our original report. But uh, guys, when you hear this, let's go to Josh. When you hear this, you know, first off, Land, you know, we've probably talked about Donald Glover coming back, but when you hear that Donald Glover and Billy D are going to be in the same show and with Jana, Naomi Aki coming back, what do you think about that? Dude, I think it's so awesome. I, I, I imagine almost like a Princess Bride kind of thing where like older Lando's like, let me tell you a yeah. story, you know? And, and then you yeah. like cut in and it's like young Lando doing his thing. Um, no, I absolutely love it. I think on many, many levels, this is a good idea. I, I don't think it's necessarily one of the most, I don't think it'll be like the most anticipated thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think it's like perfect flavor for Disney Plus. I, I think it's going to yeah. be just a really nice show to put on and just have fun with Star Wars. You know what I mean? So for me, like I'm really, really excited. Some of my like favorite Star Wars moments are with Lando. Like I, to this day think that the little mini series with Lando, I think they did like year one of Marvel publishing Star Wars stuff. That's still like one of my favorite yeah. pieces of the new Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it. Don't think it's necessarily like the craziest, coolest thing, but yeah. just like good flavor, you know? Yeah. 100%. I agree. Corey. Yeah. Um, well, 
first and foremost, I did not expect that to blow up as much as it did last week when we uh, released it. I yeah. did. Honestly, I did, Gore. I, no. I was like, Don, people love Donald Glover. They do. I mean, people loved him as, as Lando. So I was kind of happy. I, okay, I wasn't expecting it to be number one trending on Twitter, but I was expecting it to be uh, bigger than you, you thought, I guess. But go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I sort of passingly mentioned it <laughs> during that podcast we did last week. Um, and so I was like, cool, man, this is this is – this is cool information to put out there and, and uh, people can get excited. And then all of a sudden it was everywhere. So yeah. I, I just want to say thank you to everyone who, mm. who, you know, credited Except us. Except for the people that didn't credit you. Seriously. Because yeah, there, you go. there yeah. is a big problem there because number one on trending, I don't think that you guys got uh, the recognition that you nope. deserve, but oh, definitely that. not. Yeah. Thank you. No, I mean, yeah, it's, and it, I expected it. I mean, this is what happens when people release scoops and some, you know, other Twitter accounts post about it and it's, it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. Cause the, like we put out the bad batch a month before it was announced and it didn't, I mean, it took off, but not as much as that. And obviously right. that's because this is the bad batch is almost a little bit of a niche thing. Um, but uh yeah i'm i'm stoked for this you know it's cool i solo is not my favorite thing in the world by any means um it's it's low on my list but i understand the people who want a continuation and i think again that's what's great about disney plus is everyone is getting something yeah and i think continuing solo on there makes perfect sense you get alden back in the role you get uh donald glover back in the i'm sorry i'm going far ahead in the show uh <laughs> donald glover in particular uh yeah i mean his lando was cool i enjoyed it um i think having billy d williams connected in there somehow is is the perfect mixture yeah. and uh, i'm just really excited for the solo fans who have been clamoring for this kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh and uh i think it'll be cool to see what adventures lando goes on yeah, I, I love this idea. I think what you know what Josh said about like the Princess Bride kind of thing. It's like, you know, whenever you kind of like it, and I want I want it to be it maybe even called the Calrissian Chronicles. I know it's been out there yeah, a lot and I love that idea yeah. of Billy D. Maybe talking to Jana. You know, Jana's like he's like, mm -hmm. Oh, I've been back in the day I did this one time and then it shows him and whoever, you know, and, and, and doing do you know and you were and you were talking about those those comics where he Lando's I think what you were talking about those Lando going on all these uh, these like little fun little little missions and stuff like that doing random stuff around the galaxy and I know there was a series of novels actually is what I'm thinking mm -hmm. of. but uh, and they're just like they just seem so fun and I kind of hope they maybe even pull stuff from those novels and some of the comics that we've seen Lando in from the past so just to kind of you know this is another way to just show this galaxy and Lando somebody who when we meet him in Empire Strikes Back He's been around the galaxy. He's done a lot of stuff. And I think this is a great time to just kind of show off the galaxy and show off Lando. And also having Donald Glover back is, is fantastic. Um, and also I'm excited to see Jenna, somebody who loves yeah. the sequel trilogy, seeing a sequel trilogy character showing up in more stuff is going to be going to be fantastic and i love sure. naomi aki she seems like she really enjoyed being in star wars uh yeah, it was she a, did, you yeah. know she 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 only had good things to say about it so uh i think she i i, I just can't wait to see her back as well so yeah i mean I, i'm excited to learn more about this series and exactly what's going to be going down uh how it's going to play out but i think i think um i think everyone should be pretty excited for this series yeah definitely I agree. Did.
All right, let's. But kind of on the same. This is the next topic, but it's kind of in the same. It's what Corey was just talking. About. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yesterday, we've been kind of hearing about this for a little while, a uh, little little tidbits. But yesterday, Jeremy Conrad from Star Wars Unity uh, reported that a solo Disney Plus series is coming. Now that means like a solo Disney Plus series with Alden coming back, Eunice is Chewie, Donald Glover is going to be in it. Uh, he didn't mention uh, Amelia Clark by name, but I think it's safe to assume that yeah. she will because also Maul is going to be in it as well. Um, so I think that is something that a lot of people were excited about and a lot of people wanted. So I was really excited, especially for our friends over there, the Resistance Broadcast, the people who started the hashtag Make Solo 2 movement. Uh, I was I was talking to him and the, he just just seeing how excited he was was amazing. He was just like yeah. I, I need I'm gonna he was like when this gets announced I'm gonna cry. That's literally what he said yeah. to me. <laughs> and so Josh, what are your thoughts on a seeing Alden coming back and you know obviously Donald Glover and all these characters coming back for a a, a real actual solo sequel on Disney Plus? Right, 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 right. So <clears throat> this one's like um, it's a little tricky, I guess, for me to talk about because. Solo is actually my least favorite Star Wars movie, okay? Yeah. And uh it's actually a movie that I have had tr uh I've had a I've had problems getting through for a second time right, to be honest right. with you. Yeah. However, uh I'm actually really excited for this. And I think one of the things I was just I was talking to a little buddy. I was out of town this week and I was coming back and we were just kind of talking about this news. And one of the things I said was, well, Solo the movie did so many of those like checklist member berry things oh, yeah. that like now all that's off the table. So now I can get, I think the solo movie I was looking for a little bit more and not so like, let's take a trip down nostalgia rain and, and like explain every little thing. Maybe now they can just have fun adventures and have right. like a story driven thing. Um, and so I, I'll say that. And I'll also say that, um, I am aware that my position on solo is maybe, maybe not necessarily a minority of people, but it's not the majority. Right. Yeah, so like the majority of star Wars fans loved solo, you know, people yeah. that didn't like last Jedi, people that loved last Jedi, most of them liked solo a lot. And I think solo, it was the victim of a, a variety of different things, but none of them reflected the quality of the movie. Right. Yeah, right. So maybe it wasn't my cup of tea. But I think a lot of Star Wars fans were robbed of a continuation of that story for reasons that had nothing to do with them or the movie. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So I'm super pumped, man. I'm pumped that Star Wars fans are getting this. Like yeah. I said, I think it's going to be more enjoyable for me personally. So really no complaints. And, you know, my, my brain kind of goes to this place, too, where it's something I've been talking with friends about. I think doing a lot of this stuff on Disney Plus – somehow removes some of the expectations or maybe um, like the gravity of a thing. Like I think right. in some ways, The Last Jedi, the reason it was so divisive is because you were essentially handed Star Wars. You were basically told this is Star Wars and right. there really wasn't anything else, right? Yeah. So while Lucasfilm in some ways says stuff like, hey, Star Wars fatigue might be the problem. I actually think it's the opposite. I think they're not giving enough toys to the different kids that are in the room, right? So this looks, by the way, it looks like they're learning that lesson because we're getting a lot more toys, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. So 
um, yeah, all in all, man, I'm excited for it. I'll give it a fair shake. Um, and hopefully it's, it's, it's brighter than the movie. And, uh, again, we don't have to do the DL 44 explanation, the castle run. We don't have to do all of that. You know what right, I mean? So right, yeah, right. that's where I'm at. Look, and, and I'm with you. I, I'm not a huge fan of solo. I don't hate the movie by any means. Like I can, if I, if it's on, I'll watch it. I'll enjoy parts of it, you know, but when I, when I left that theater, like seeing it for the first time, I was like, okay, it was, the movie was okay, but I think there's a lot of potential here. Like for sure. Alden as Han and, and Donald as Lando and Amelia as Kira and whoever's going to play Maul as, as Maul. Like, I think there's a, there's a, and I was like, there's so much world building that they started and then it yeah. bombed obviously the box office because the marketing was atrocious. Oh, uh, and so it sucks. And I, it's, and it sucks because there's a lot of people who are huge fans of that movie that kind of, yeah. like you said, were robbed because just the marketing was the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, it, but the thing is I am so damn excited for this series. I'm so excited to see Alden back as Han. I thought he was so good. I'm excited to see Donald back uh, in whatever role he's going to be in, in this series. Uh, even Jonas, like Jonas, who the guy who plays Chewie, is yeah. so into into the whole Star Wars community, and it's mm-hmm. just going to be nice to see him be able to put that 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 Chewie costume on again and, and do what he do do what he's had so much fun doing the past what is you know what is six years now yeah. since Force Awakens, uh, and so I, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what they do with this series. Uh, Corey, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean it's it's. It's exciting for the people who really wanted Solo. I think this is another example of Lucasfilm and Disney starting to listen to the fans a lot more. They yeah. did it with Clone Wars, and they're doing it now with Solo. It's a different different circumstances, but you know they're clearly listening. And I think what's cool, yeah, is is all these rumored shows. Again, there's something for everyone. You've got yeah. Solo for those fans who want it. You've got the Obi-Wan show for the prequel fans. You've got the Cassian show for the original trilogy fans. You've got the Bad Batch for the Clone Wars fans. You've got a Rebel sequel coming for the Rebels fans. Like There is literally something for everyone. Yep. And that's what I think... I, I have a feeling that's their kind of frame of mind now is let's make sure there's something that everyone can talk about and enjoy. That way there's not yeah. just one specific timeline we're doing and neglecting the others. Um, so this is cool. And, and this sounds like there's going to be a lot of solo though, you know, and that's what I think yeah. is interesting because based on the report, it sounds like there's going to be a solo too. So does that mean that solo two is, will that be like a Disney plus movie? Will that be a Disney plus series? Right. What exactly does solo two mean? Right. And then of course it's supposed to spin off two shows, which is the mall show and the, so- the Lando show. Mm-hmm. So that's three solo things already coming to Disney Plus. Right, and you got to uh, think—I I don't mean to cut you off, Corey—but think of that 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 mall show. I think it's safe to assume that that might be a Crimson Dawn show. Yes. I think it's kind of might be that the Crimson Dawn series we've been hearing about. For so sure. that means maybe even Kira will be in there. I would think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, go ahead. I don't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. No, no, no. I no. hundred percent. Like I think it makes sense of that Kira and Mall story, but at the same time. If they're in solo too, wouldn't that show that dynamic there? Right. So it's it's interesting where this is all going to pair up because according to Jeremy Conrad, solo two sets up these shows. Right. Um, yeah. And and I I feel like solo already set up these shows, so I guess right. Right. I who knows what this is, but there's no like rumor about Alden having his own series, right? It's it's yeah. just Donald Glover 
and potentially Amelia Clark and whoever plays Maul. So yeah, um, I'm guessing. I'm I'm just thinking maybe this is this is Alden's series technically. Yeah. I think this is going to be a solo show, like a Han right. Solo. So technically, I guess it's his. Um, and and I I love what they're doing. It's making like Disney yeah. Plus a little solo disney plus universe you know yeah i think think it belonged to begin with so kind of me too yeah kind of me too i like again i i think that at the end of the day it's like a pedestal effect or something right it's like in some ways it's like cognitive dissonance where it's like i I don't know man like you just when you go to the theater and it's this big ceremonial thing and like every time i've ever been to a star wars movie it's been a big event you know friends a full day off work Mm -hmm. this that and the other right yeah um and then solo was not only oddly timed for that because like dude it's just a terrible month with like so many movies coming out right right Uh, yeah yeah. Yeah. less than five months behind the most controversial star wars movie of all time right right. with marketing that didn't exist yeah didn't exist no there was nothing there was better marketing for black widow coming out earlier in 2020 (laughs) yeah still in stores you go find it it's still it's like on packs of gum and shit right yeah it was literally like better marketing for a movie that hasn't even come out yet yeah Yeah, so it 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 just yeah i i think if they had put that out on disney but look star wars is in a unique position here i think to actually take advantage of some of the maybe unfortunate changes that are going to happen to the industry mm-hmm, not only yeah. with mando i mean look a lot of shows got delayed mando 2 is right on track likely because of the volume and because of right. how they shoot right? right yeah so they they've delayed these movies which i know we're going to get to we're going to talk about that uh they probably needed to delay those movies no matter what you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. but now they can slip it in with the avatar stuff it doesn't make a big star wars anti-star wars headline right. like they're actually in a position here where they're kind of sitting back and like they might end up being okay from all this so yeah, right yeah yeah 100 and the thing is is um you know and, and i don't want to you know also another thing i wanted to mention before we move on to the next topic is there was a report that came out from latino review that Ray Park is out as Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm, we're not going to go into why, because I don't, it's not something I think we should talk about on the, the there was a whole situation. If you're really interested, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's a, it's a sad situation, but you know, my question to you guys is, is who should play Maul? Because my, I have my pick. I think Sam Whitwer in live action would be fantastic for as, as Maul. He, you know, already does the voice for him in Solo. So yeah. Um, I think, I think he would be, and you know, and he doesn't maybe look like Ray Park, but also Ray Park, I thought kind of looked weird as Maul. Yeah, me too. I agree. Yeah, he did. He's too thick. Yeah. Uh, Ray Park is too, uh, broad shouldered. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he doesn't feel like Maul, especially at that time is sort of spindly, you know, he's got this, I feel like they almost took that spider motif even into him moving forward once he had normal legs. So yeah, but here's my thing about Sam. It, how first of all how tall is sam he's six one, yeah, six one. whoa okay oh. taller than i thought taller yeah. than i thought okay. um, but ray park's only five nine that's the thing what so, yeah i was gonna yeah. say mall's kind of short and yeah. uh and kind of menace yeah Dang. yeah yeah I, okay. I was i was thinking the exact same thing yesterday josh and i so that's why i yeah. looked it up and so 
and also Maul and in in the animated stuff, Maul is yeah. more as his face is more like you know like a triangle and yeah. like a, I don't yeah. know why I said triangle like that triangle. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, but but that's what that's the face Sam has. Sam is yeah. a really chiseled that's true. chin. He has a it's villainous like, looking face. Yes. I, so I just think it's like an obvious choice. And I know there's so many actors in the world, so I'm not expecting y'all to pick one out yeah. of like a hat and be like, this guy should play Maul. But like, do you think you think Sam would be a good choice to play Maul, Corey? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I'm 50-50 with it, right? Because he is brilliant with the voice. I mean, right. he, is, he is Maul to me, Sam Whitworth completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'd have to see what he looks like in the makeup because, it, you know, you, you can say that he can get lost in the role, which is fine. But also, I think if we see a mall on screen that looks vastly different, it might be like, uh, what's going on? Um, right. So I, yeah. I, I don't know, because we just don't know what he would look like in the makeup. I mean, Ray Park doesn't look like Darth Maul until he's got the makeup on. So right. Right. Um, yeah. it's all about, I guess, the direction they want to take him in. In Rebels, this dude is extremely skinny. So mm-hmm. if... If this if this Crimson Dawn series is closer to that timeline, I think Sam Witwer could work perfectly. But if we're gonna follow right directly after that scene in uh, in Solo, that's gonna be quite the the change. So, um, and I can't think of any other actor, you know, that that could. I, I thought Dave Bautista for a second, but then I was like, I don't. Oh I don't, man, he's too way too big. Dude, Dave yeah. Bautista, that'd be awesome. Dude, <laughs> that's like those memes with like. Uh, broda you know they have like the jack mm-hmm. Yoda yeah 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 that would be hilarious <laughs> yeah uh, some people wish that luke skywalker looked like that in the <laughs> um I, I don't know about sam um i my gut tells me he's a little bit too wide even mm. in the face um yeah. if they I, I don't think it's as harsh of a transition to go from the ray park thing and so mostly because they did it as a hologram so yeah. we've got like a lot of play there, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. But I almost feel like you go for somebody older. You go for like somebody mm. like really like distinguished and almost like a, a, and I don't think they should do this, but like almost like a Matthew McConaughey-esque mm. type actor. Yeah, like more middle-aged. Like a, yeah, or like yeah. Christian Bale, like somebody mm. who's got, who can look gaunt when you, right, right. you know, you take the... um yeah. Yeah, the fat out of the face, but right. um, yeah, someone like that. I can't name like an exact actor, but yeah, I mean, if if Ray is gone and uh, it is for what we think it is, then that makes sense. And if uh, yeah, I don't think replacing. I think as long as you keep Sam at least as the voice, you've got right. a nice continuity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As long, like you said, just as long as Sam is doing the voice, we're 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 golden for yeah. sure. I, I don't know. You know, I see what you are saying too. And it, it's, it's a weird situation. It's hard to, you know, it's, 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 it's no matter what, I think it's going to look a little jarring because there's no one that looks exactly like Ray Park does as mall. So, but, but like Josh said about the hologram thing, they have some leeway, you know, they could, you know, if, it, if they got Sam, you know, they, they could, Kira arrives on what, whatever planet he's on. And he's just like, oh yeah, I've been working out a lot in the past five hours. Like, that's why I lost all but, you know, they I don't do know if you were <laughs> counting, but I did over a million. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So they could do something like, you know, obviously they're not going to do that, but I think they're, I don't think there would be too, wor- they would be that worried about that. And so, but yeah. I, look, I don't really care as long as they, like y'all, like y'all said, as long as Sam's doing the voice. I'm yeah, all there. Yeah, matters. Yeah, but, but I do think Sam should get a shot. I mean, for sure. God's sakes, the dude. Yeah, he's he's been a great ambassador for the brand. He's, I think he's, yeah, he's a he's a good dude. So he should get a shot for sure. Definitely. 
Yeah, so uh, excited overall. I think we're all pretty excited for the – I think we're all excited for Star Wars. I think that's Hell the moral yeah, of today's – The future yeah. is so bright. Yeah. The future yeah. is so bright. Like yeah. people, you know, always come in the comments, saying Star Wars is dead, and I just hit them yeah. with the okay, Jan. Yeah, right, right. It's just like I hate that. I hate that term so much. It's like – I mean, it's, The last Star Wars movie made a billion dollars. and It might be the last shit. billion dollar movie ever. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so it's like, you know, like we don't know. That's true. With this, the, the future of movie theaters in general, like, you know, who knows? But, yeah. and I also, like, yeah, that's, I, know, yeah. I don't, I didn't like that's that. Job. It kind of scared yeah, me. I'm actually my... not fond of it either. No, but... I know. I... <laughs> you know apparently, Re... apparently, Regal is opening up on August 21st. So let's see how that goes. Nah, but... I, I, All right. I, All right, Regal. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I, and, and would y'all, right. let me ask this is totally off topic, but yeah, right now, like, if they opened up movie theaters, would y'all go? No it's tough dude it's i mean i've been so back yeah i've been so back and forth on this and you know i obviously don't want to go into the rabbit hole that is the the, the health thing that we're all dealing right, with right, right now but i just think that the truth is if you think you 100 percent know the right move you're not skeptical enough like period right, like right. we just we just don't know yeah. and i think there are people erring on the side of caution and then there right. are people erring on the side of i don't care yeah. Um, I happen to fall probably somewhere in the middle. So it would depend uh, on what the theater was doing and what was in the theater. But mm. I've kind of come around to like Hollywood is over. Just start doing video on demand because yeah. it, I just don't see a way that this is going to work itself out in a way that Hollywood wants. Right. They, it, it reminds me of um, year one, the Frank Miller uh, Batman thing where Batman like, bust in on this freaking mafioso meeting and he's basically just like gentlemen you've all eaten well and it's over you know yeah, and it's, right, that's right. kind of what i feel like for hollywood like yeah. they're trying to keep this old system in place i don't know how i i i don't see it personally but i'm not a yeah. analyst i'm just a dude on, on a microphone <laughs> no but i think you're onto something with that yeah, you I are. Think yeah. the way that we've experienced movies for the last decade and and, and you know it's it's since gonna be 1940 different. you know what i mean like yeah for, but know. i mean more like the way that amc and, and regal have kind of changed the platform completely right, you know right. it's, it's done you know i mean it's going to be so hard for them just to bounce back in general once yeah. and we don't even know when this is going to end there's no timeline there's no yeah there's no understanding so yeah we have no idea and, and i've seen like so many weird things like i saw this thing that looked like the prequel senate room where they oh, want saw, everybody oh, to get yeah. in a little boat it's yeah. like we're going through a million hoops just to line the pockets right. of some people in Hollywood and foreign investment. It's like, yeah, just yeah. It's, at that put point, it out on the Xbox, dude. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> well, that's what I'm I was done. Saying. Like, exactly. talking, I was, you know, the whole tenant thing, right? Like, oh, yeah. the whole, and, yeah. and, and they're trying so hard. And I, I tweeted this the other day. I was like, look, all you got to do is this release it on video on demand right now because that will if you do that it will be the highest grossing video on demand movie of all time oh yeah, yeah. are you a christopher nolan movie straight to video on demand everyone would be watching it and then oh, yeah. also so it, it would make a ton of money doing that and then also when theaters are open again if they ever are open release it because yeah. i know there's a lot of people saying like i uh, for example uh my buddy matt from uh, matt Summers. Uh, from from uh, Star Wars communities, like I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, I, I wouldn't watch it on demand though. That's a movie I want to see on a big screen." And so there's a lot of people I think with that thought. So it's like, release it for people like me who don't really care. I just want to watch the next Christopher Nolan yeah. movie on a, whatever screen I have. 
I'll watch it now. And then those people will go see it in the theater again. And then honestly, if it's, if, if it's in like a year and I like the movie, I've already seen it. I'll go see it on the big screen again. Yeah. I think that would be the best move for them. This is not Star Wars related at all. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. But it's interesting, right? I mean, like, yeah. I think um, I personally love the theater experience. I went to film school. I, I, there's actually some really cool Joseph Campbell stuff where he talks about uh, how going to the cinema is like the last truly sacred thing we do together as a culture. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you think about it, we go to this big temple, we sit in this room with strangers right. and we watch a story, yeah, right? Right, right? And so there's a really beautiful uh, side to that, which touches on the mythological elements of Star Wars. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that that experience is going to go away but i think it is like i think that yeah. it's just read the room kind of thing right you know like i i think yeah, yeah. i'm with you but i i really think it's it'll never be the same you know even if they do open up theaters it'll be like you can't sit right next to somebody you have to sure. have like you know maybe they do because i know like there's a there's theaters around me and i probably around you guys too this is not some houston only thing but the thing is there's like theaters where there's already pods right it's like two seats in a pod and it's more of like a privacy pod and you get like mm-hmm. it's, it, they always they all they, all, they cost extra they're, there's yeah. there's this theater like they cost 60 bucks for for one of those pods which is outrageous but the thing is if they, <laughs> if they if they start doing those all like you know two seats maybe they have some three feet three seat pods or something like that but maybe they do something like that maybe they could start you know that could just be the trend that will become the new normal for theaters but uh at this point it's like there's so much more to care about right now when it comes to the health part and stuff it's like movie theaters are like clamoring to open right and christopher nolan wants movie theaters to open but it's like yeah we got more to worry about at the moment so well we'll, we'll the one thing i don't understand is how like any of those pods are really gonna change anything because you still have the lobby you still have right and i mean it's 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 really not going to change anything. It's yeah, just, that's true. So, yeah. They're definitely. doing so much, man. They're, they're oh, trying yeah. to reverse engineer it, but I think that the really sort of undertold or unspoken part of this whole story is that theaters were already on a severe decline. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. theaters were all like basically <laughs> Kevin Feige kept theaters alive for the past yeah, five years. True. I don't know what else you want me to say. No, Kevin Feige kept theaters alive. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, and that's, that's just because technology is changing in a way where for like $2, I can rent an episode of Rick and Morty and watch it on my cell phone while I'm on a plane and literally get the same amount of value, if not more than I would be like driving, going to a place, purchasing concessions, sitting in there. You know what I mean? It's just convenience and saving time is the thing now. Um, and that was already the trend. I think that, um, you know, the health situation has probably just accelerated that, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. so. I think, and, and this is where we'll like, you know, this is the last thing, but I, 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 when I ask myself that question, because people, people ask it to me quite a bit for some reason, but they say like, would you go to a movie right now? If there's a movie that if, if they open it, and I'm like, I think the only movie I'd really go see right now is a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I think I would. I'd have to get a hazmat suit and I'd be sitting there. I'd be like, "Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I'm just watching Star Wars." And then I'd go home, and 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 that'd be the end of it. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go get concessions and stuff like that. I would try to stay away from people. But that's like the only because it's Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I think. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I think Marvel maybe not even for me personally. Like I like sure. Marvel, but I don't even. Yeah. I think Star Wars is the only one. It depends on what Marvel movie it is. Right. True. If it, totally. was, if it was Endgame, I'm gonna be yeah. there. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think that might end up being the thing. Is like maybe they'll do same day digital and theatrical, and they'll really try to market towards like people like us and and the hardcore sweaties or right. like you know people that just want an experience. Experiences still sell. I do think there's room for theaters to exist. I just think it's gonna flip where most of the money will actually come in from digital. Right. Um, and we were just talking about this uh, on one of our streams with our community. We were like, there's a little theater in my hometown that's, that's allowing people to rent it out. And I was like, man, if they did Black Widow on VOD, like next week, yeah, right. we could figure something out. We could rent that theater out. We could have right. a, a version of the, right. the old experience. Right. So like, it's, it's possible that will remain. I yeah. just think it's pretty undeniable that it's, not going to be what it was right you now yeah yeah it's there's going to be some new normals that we're just going to have to get used to uh yep. in the uh, you know after all this crazy which is again why star wars may have gotten very lucky yep. with what they're doing currently yep. oh yep. it did oh dude disney plus and star wars, it is like the luckiest combo they could yeah. have ever gotten in the entire franchise's history for sure yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's move on. This is kind of on the same topic, though. Actually, mm-hmm. now I think about it, yeah. Star Wars films have been pushed back a year. All of them, really, all of Disney's movies, and yeah. have have all been kind of pushed back. I think. Um, did Avatar move forward or move back? Back. Back. Yeah. It's, I feel so bad for Avatar two fans. The, yeah. There's like that that small majority of fans who are like diehard Avatar fans, and they're like. <laughs> Please, yeah. since 2014, they're like, please. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> but yeah. but the, the Star Wars, the 2022 movie has been moved back to 2023. Uh, the new release dates are right here. December 22nd, 2023. December 19th, 2025. And December 17th, 2027. So, yeah, obviously, uh, there's not much to talk about with that. But I have a question for you guys, other because we kind of just touched on that for about 10 minutes. But already, but like, you know, the, the new normal theaters and how this is going to play out, you know, in the future. But uh, like, will we even be able to see these movies? You know, who knows? But um, do you all think that these three movies are a trilogy or do you think they're standalone movies? Because mm. I, that's a question. That's something I've been wondering a lot because with the whole Taika Waititi announcement, we know Kevin Feige is like producing a Star Wars movie. There's a lot of movies in production. So do you think, Corey, do you think these are all standalone movies or one big trilogy? I think these are standalone movies. They're going to connect into something bigger. So I think they're all going to have something to do with each other. It's going to, I think they're going to really try to do the Avengers type approach. Like let's just speculate Let's say it's older public films. Okay, let's just go out and women say it's older public films. And say you have a story where one movie focuses on the character of Darth Revan. Okay, the next movie focuses on the character like Bastilla. And then you kind of, you do all that and then you get into the Avengers type movie where all of them come together right. um, or something like that. I, I feel like that's what's going on here because for some reason with, with everything going on on Disney+, Plus, I can't imagine the Disney wants to do just solo films in the, or sorry, uh, like individual, I'm not talking about solo. Solo Star Wars story. (laughs) But like films that are just completely its own thing. I don't think that would generate hype. The way like that's a Disney plus that's for Disney plus. So yeah, yeah, 
films will connect, but I don't think it's a trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the most confusing part of Star Wars's future to me um, yeah. because I'm trying to reconcile different things I've been hearing. And I, I'm confused. I, I think maybe originally, well, I think originally these were going to be a series of movies that were more or less developed by Dan and Dave. Like that, you yeah. know, and that's, that's pretty substantiated. We know that. But yeah. I think that for a time, Lucasfilm was hell-bent on continuing to do exactly that and just plugging in another big name into that. Right. But now I actually get the sense that they have backed off of that strategy. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what the future movies will, will be like. But I think, frankly, if they're going to spend all of this time developing stuff on Disney+, Plus, it would be kind of foolish for, for them to not branch that into theatrical. So... I don't yeah. know if the Filoni verse stuff that, you know, the, the rumored stuff with like Ezra Thrawn, Boba Fett, you know, Ahsoka, does that then lead to a 2023 Star Wars movie that is like the invasion of the Grisk? And then all of those parties are then in that film? Right. Well, you know, maybe, but that doesn't, that, that doesn't feel like that's Tyka's movie. Mm -mm. Like, yeah, that's the, that's the weirdest I mean? part of all this. It's like, these are supposed to be, I mean, like Taika has a movie, Kevin Feige has a movie, there's been rumors of that Filoni verse like you talked about. There's been these, and I'm really hoping pretty soon that they, they clarify what's going on because right. this yeah. Taika movie, and it's kind of the next topic, so I don't want to go too much into it, but Corey, uh, like, what do you think? I don't know. I don't even know what to ask because this is all so confusing, <laughs> but I don't, yeah. you know, I personally, I think they're, I like Corey's idea about how and they might be, all connected yeah. you know in a not like a, a trilogy per se but they're all connected by certain storylines i think that'd be awesome i think that'd be a good thing for for star wars to do but i don't know really i mean i have nothing else to say on this is other than just who knows and hopefully we'll find out more you know yeah. i heard i it, it could be possible that dan and dave actually eventually come back um, and I've heard that, you know, maybe what Lucasfilm was trying to do, and again, this is, this is all the speculation, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like some things that I've heard, but a lot of just nerdy thinking, right. Right. um, maybe originally they were like, okay, we'll slot someone in to, to help out with the Dan and Dave stuff that, by the way, I know that didn't go well, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. maybe there were particular reasons I, I tend to believe if you have this predetermined plan and then you bring it to a big creative, like a big creative doesn't want to take someone else's baby right. and produce it. Right. They, they want to do their own baby. Right. So maybe Lucasfilm was like, okay, let's wait until Dan and Dave develop their Netflix stuff and then bring them back to do either old Republic or high Republic. Yeah. And if they made that decision, maybe then they were like, okay, what do we do with these freaking movie right. slots, you right. know? And then they just kind of decided to kind of just try to make good movies with different directors and writers, yeah. uh, which I got to be honest, I don't think is the move. 
I, I don't think that's the move. So yeah. they might be like setting up some really cool stuff on Disney Plus, but if they really try to do theatrical Star Wars movies after the sequel trilogy, because like Iger said on the red carpet of the premiere of Rise of Skywalker that they are hyper aware of how important the next series of movies are. Their butts are on the line right. in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think the move is to make the gonk droid movie with Taika Waititi. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that's the move. No, not at all. Yeah. I think that's the one thing that confuses me is, is like, well, the many things at this point is I think celebration really was going to be the, Hey, this is our, this is what we're doing. This is, Mm -hmm. this is our map. So now that there's no celebration, there's no virtual celebration. It's like, all right, I do hope that Lucasfilm just does something where they're like, yeah. here's what yeah. we're planning to do. Because I will admit, like, if things are getting a little out of hand with all the rumors going around. I mean, it's like, even when we put stuff out, I'm like, oh man, this is just like, like we know mm-hmm. what we hear is accurate, but I'm like, damn, we're putting something else out there that's just like already going to confuse everyone because then you've got the people who are saying all the bogus stuff, right? And then you right. got that, and it's all blending together. So, yeah. I think this is the weirdest time for rumors and all of that because there's no sense of direction. There's no, we have no idea what's going on. Even on the Disney plus front, like we've revealed what we know for sure is happening, but Lucasfilm hasn't come out and said, this is exactly what we're doing. Disney plus. And they could change it today. Like they could like literally the Filoni verse. Yeah. Like the Filoni verse could be a hundred percent a thing. And then like something happens and they're like, Nope. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the only sense of direction that we know right now is we know that Disney is aware the Clone Wars was successful. That, I think, is what we know 100% with the Bad Batch. So um, that's pretty much all we know. Um, I yeah. do think that August, from things we've heard, is going to be a big month for Star Wars. I think for Mandalorian yeah. and then for announcements. It was when Celebration was supposed to occur, so I would imagine it, this is the time. So... Let me ask you guys a question then, because the the thing that I'm feeling is that uh, announcing Taika as a director was sort of ill-timed and without a declarative statement about what the plan actually is for the movies to yeah. just announce creative was like, it didn't do it for me. It was like, yeah. like what? Like, what does that mean? Like, what right. are these movies? Like, is this is this episode 10? Is this the high Republic? There's too many questions. So um, I guess, do you guys agree with that? And then also what do you think they should announce? Like what would get you really excited? I guess. Corey, uh, you can take that first. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with, I was not excited at all when they announced uh, Taika because I was just like, okay, so he's going to write something. He's already written for Mando. So cool. But like, yeah, when there's nothing to go on with that information, there's no hype, there's no excitement. As a matter of fact, I think it just gets lost in everything else because unless you're like, he's writing, like you said, episode 10 or right. this is the film they're doing, it doesn't matter because we don't know. And I, that's, I think the general consensus from everyone is everyone's like, okay. Um, and then in terms of like what would get me hyped is really just, I just want Lucasfilm to become this company like Marvel and all these other major brands that just is like, hey, here's what we're doing. Just to give you guys an idea of what's coming, this is what we're doing. I think a big step with that was the Bad Batch announcement. I love that they're yeah. listening to the fans of the Clone Wars. That's awesome. Right. Um, so that makes me excited. But yeah, I think what would make me really pumped is just like, you know, 
here is this Disney Plus show. This is what we're doing in here, the film. So is I just want the PR department to be a little more forthcoming instead of yeah. all this confusion. Yeah. Well, that's been their thing. That's kind of been Lucasfilm's thing ever since they started doing the D- Disney Star Wars stuff. It's like, yeah. we got to be super secretive. Nobody can know what we're doing. Remember JJ's mystery box back in the whatever, 2014, yeah. 2015. Wow. It's like, and it, I just don't. I don't think that's the right approach, yeah, uh, at least I to agree. the extent that they do it. Obviously, don't come out here and say this happened. This is this right. this is going on. This is going on. This is what's going to happen in this movie. Blah blah blah. But like, I just think that I think Marvel does a pretty good job of like they're pretty open. They're pretty open. Like this is coming. Like even announcing like we have no idea when that Blade movie is coming out with right. uh, with who's playing them again Mahershala, uh, Mahershala Ali, Ali. Yeah. We have no idea. that's probably far down the line or at least mm-hmm. a few more years mm-hmm. Star Wars would never have if they dude, if, if they had a movie coming out in Simu 2024 Lee, dude at that San Diego Comic Con yeah. Simu Lee was cast on Tuesday yeah. and was on the panel on Friday that's crazy that dude Feige doesn't care bro yeah, like he, yeah. he understands hype and this is like a, you know I don't want to go on a big nerdy tangent here but that's like that's one thing because I've you know, I've done this sort of uh, Feige versus Kathy debate thing before, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and the thing that Feige has that Kathy does not is like he is a nerd. He right. is a sweaty like he doesn't have to study charts to understand. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying like like that. They would never do that. You know, right. like like the thing about someone being cast on Tuesday before that panel. Uh, for like Lucasfilm would be like, we're not going to announce that for, and you can't even tell it. your family. You right. can't tell your family. We're not going to announce that for another year, or it's going to be another two years before yeah. you can say anything to anybody. It's like it's just a weird thing. It's like, and that's what I think I just love about Marvel, and I love about Kevin Feige, and that's why I was excited whenever I, you know, whenever it was. It hasn't been a has, was that officially announced like from a press release that Feige was doing a movie? Yeah, or was that Hollywood yeah. Reporter? Okay, so no, it was. I, it was. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why and I, I know was, that he's already uh, impacting decisions over there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've heard we've yeah. heard that as well. And so it's like, you know, yeah, and, and I love that. I love that. And so <laughs> that's a great that's yeah, a great thing I, for them I, to do. Like is amazing. I yeah. would, I would lose it if they let him actually run Lucasfilm too. Could you imagine that like fighting yeah. running Marvel and Lucasfilm? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I actually wasn't when back when before, you know, the health stuff, I wasn't going to go to celebration this year. I was just like, man, you know, I need to maybe take a little break. And then when I started to think of like, if, if I miss Feige walking out on stage at Star Wars Celebration, I'll never forgive myself. Right. Never. (laughs) So like, I was like, the opportunity for that uh, is huge. Yeah, Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. No, I just, and so even even the fact that he has a movie at some point coming out, I, I and I wish they I, that's what I would want. I think that's what we would just want to know. Like, when's his movie going to come out? What's the gist of his stuff? Taika's yeah. movie. What's going on with that? Which we talk about a little bit on the next topic. Um, but there's just a lot of questions. But let's go ahead and move on to the next topic, just because we can kind of continue this conversation into there. But Taika Waititi actually said last week that uh, he was doing some sort of interview. I think it was, uh, I forgot exactly what it was on. He's doing some, some Zoom call thing that all the, you know, that they've been doing with, uh, like, I know uh, this is not- Everybody's certain, YouTubers now. I know. And like, and I was watching the other day that uh, Edgar Wright did a Scott Pilgrim versus the world table read with That's the sweet. entire yeah. cast. Chris awesome. Evans was there. Like everyone, it was so, it was so was fun Brie to watch. there too? Brie wasn't. She was yeah. the only one who wasn't uh, there. I thought that was a little man. weird. Oh, I thought she was there. No, she, she could have wasn't. Got some internet points, man. Yeah, I know. But but and so I, he was doing something around like kind of like that, and and he said that he has started writing his Star Wars movie. So 
when you hear that, because to me that sounds like, okay, well, he's writing it. Does that mean that maybe it is the 2020? I think his has yeah, to be the 2023 movie. Yeah. I think that that is a given um, just because if he's it's already- viable now, it, yeah. it wouldn't have been possible if it was in 2022 because right, in right. 2022 love and thunder was coming out. Yeah. Right. So it, I actually think he was, the, he was originally 2024. That's, that's oh, okay. kind of what I heard is that he was 2024 okay. and that Feige was likely going to do the 2022. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. But I've also heard that the Russo brothers, could potentially uh step in there and wow. you know yeah i don't know if you need uh and that's like so like that's not verified you know that's right. not like whatever but it, it, it makes sense right like yeah. um if feige's going to do star wars i would totally do it with the russo brothers like oh, they're yeah. still probably the hottest thing oh, in yeah. hollywood oh, you know, yeah. so 100 percent after you know obviously after and, and I, I would love that not even because of how hot they are but also i just think Every movie they did in the MCU kicked yeah, ass. Like sure. Civil War was great. Winter Soldier was obviously great. Infinity War was great. Endgame was great. All of them, I loved, I loved all of those so much. So just seeing them come to Star Wars. And, but, but here's a, kind of what we talked about a minute ago. Yeah. Who I would be excited if they were like, yeah, Russo Brothers. I'd be like, that's cool. But I want to know what they're doing. Right, like, right. Like, I, like the Taika movie, like honestly, I love Taika Waititi. I love what he did with Thor Ragnarok. I love, I love what he did with Jojo Rabbit was one of my favorite movies of last year. And that, so I'm excited and I liked his episode of the Mandalorian. And so, but I don't want him to have the most serious stuff, serious star Wars movie. Like, so, or not, and, and not, a, I don't mean in tone because obviously that's not going to be his tone for what we know yeah. he can do or what he's done before. I bet he could do a serious tone, but I think what he likes to do is more of the like lighthearted, funny stuff, even though, not, not that Thor Ragnarok was all funny. There was some good stuff, you know, some serious moments in there. But I think he's he's good at that. And just Taika himself is, comes from a comedic background. So I don't want him to do a, a story about Darth Revan. You know what I mean? I right. want a Darth Revan story to be dark. I want somebody like, I don't know who, maybe the Russo brothers, you know, could do that, yeah. something like that. But that's just kind of how it comes back to the, like, what are they doing? Because I'm, right. I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm excited to see what Taika is going to do. But if you tell me what is do what, what story he's going to be telling, my 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 hype levels are going to be through the roof if it's something that I think, oh well, he's going to be great great at that. So yeah, and I I'm really curious about the High Republic, right? Like mm. based on what the all the author said, it really sounded like it was specifically only a publishing event. Like this was, sure. but at the same time. I That's not what hearing, I heard. Exactly. Yeah. I remember yeah. hearing rumblings last year that it was more than just publishing and yep. that films were being looked at. And I feel like one of the, I think a cool idea for a high Republic centered film, not trilogy, but again, like different stories leading up to one thing would be the Sith secretly gaining power and a few select Jedi find out. And yeah. then you get this, this kind of climactic thing where only a select number of Jedi know, only a select number of Sith are out there, and you get those people to come together, and then yeah. obviously something will happen. Because that, I feel, is like something you could see in a theater, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, you can you could do stories about the High Republic closer to the time period of Phantom Menace. You can do Plagueis. You can do so many things that don't have to mess with those books or anything in yeah. that particular period. So... 
I am really curious to see if High Republic could be what they're doing. Yeah, there's a lot that we just don't know. Like, there's just so much that's confusing because I think um, one of the things they said, they predicated the High Republic on the idea that, like, it's possible that if certain characters are very popular, they will spin out into other media. Well, that excludes Taika's script. If he's writing it tomorrow, there's no way he knows what High Republic characters are resonating with fans. And, And the other side is like, so the High Republic stuff was delayed though that's probably mostly on a distribution side like that's not necessarily on creative i think they have a lot of that stuff completed but there was going to be a phase two and a phase three with different things like even um manga and you know all Mm -hmm. sorts of stuff so yeah they might be bumped like the high republic might all get bumped in to whatever they're doing here here's i guess what i'm saying i really don't want this next series of movies to be placeholder movies right i do not want that like I want ceremony. I want stakes. I want, I want, actually, what I really want is I want another trilogy. I think um, moving away from the trilogy format is sort of a cop out, you know? Like Kathy said, uh, I think like leading up to the movie or something like, you know, we might abandon the trilogy format. And then Bob Iger is literally on the red carpet and he's like, yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. Because to me, like, it's a cop out to say trilogies are too restricting, especially when part of the reason your trilogy doesn't work is because you didn't adhere to those restrictions. Right, You right, didn't even right. follow the rules. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah, I, I think a, a good trilogy, like, that's the thing. We're, we're, all, we're all asking, like, what are the movies? All they got to say is it's a new trilogy. You're right. Because then you're like, okay, so we're yeah. getting to know the new characters. We're going to learn the conflict. We're about to check out Act 1. And then I can look forward to Act 2 when it gets a little darker, yep. where the characters yeah. are challenged. You know? yep. And then I can look forward to a dope resolution. Like you, you have baked in understanding and expectation of what a trilogy is. Minus that, we're like, I don't want the gonk droid movie. You know, like, yeah. we don't, like what is happening? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so. I know. And there's just... And I know I've said this so many times, but there's just, they really need to come out pretty soon. And I think next month might be the month for it. I know Celebration was probably going to be where yeah. they announced oh, exactly what their plan 100%. is. So maybe they'll just stick, even though there's no Celebration, maybe they'll stick to the that course and next month we'll, yeah. they'll announce what's going on. Who knows? Maybe on this earnings call, from what we've heard, Bob Iger is, or, or whoever, it's going to be Chapek. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe they'll drop all of this news. Maybe they'll be like, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. New trilogy really starting. Need they need to. I, usually what happens with earnings calls is when their earnings are lower than usual, that's where they start dropping a lot of news. And yeah. this particular quarter has not been nice. Mm. To Disney, oh, so. well, they've got to eat. Yeah. Because like, yeah, they're going to get all the bad data now. Yep. For yeah. the past. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is the time to be like, okay, yeah, we're losing a lot of money, but <laughs> here's everything coming out. Solo uh, series, mall series, Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> series, new trilogy, the all this stuff going. I, I could totally see them doing that. And I hope so. I think that'd be smart for them. I think that'd be, and how much money did they lose from Disney World being closed? A billion dollars. Dude, they've lost more money than you can imagine, bro. Like they're, I'm really surprised Crazy. that they actually feel as secure as they do moving forward. Yeah. Because yeah. dude, even, you know, we were just talking about theaters talk about theme parks oh yeah like how once all the crazy rebellious florida people get in there 
Right. Who's left? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Who's going to go? Like, yeah. Not I, many people right now. Are, I know yeah. diehard Disney fans, like Disney World fans and Disneyland fans who are like, I'm not going for a very long time. Yeah. So, because, I mean, the so part fun. of it, too, is, well, just – uh, just even wearing a mask, like even if it's yeah. the right thing to do, it diminishes your enjoyment. Right. Oh, yeah. So, oh, dude, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I, go a uh, 100-degree right. galaxy Z. No way in, in a mask. That's all in, right. the, in the middle of August, you think I'm going to wear a yeah. mask around Galaxy's Edge? Are you out of your mind? So yeah, that's, just, that's just not – but I have seen, you know, I, I was, you know, I was watching – was it oh peter scarietta has a youtube channel called ordinary adventures nice. and they're 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 uh they like do disney world stuff and peter yeah. I, peter's a great guy i love peter and 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 their youtube channel for this is fantastic and they made a video about uh galaxy's edge updates and yesterday and they were talking about how it's changed they didn't go there but they had video from people who have been there since it reopened and they one of their one of one thing even i was thinking about is how they're going to have the signage up wear a mask and do all this stuff, stay six feet apart, but also not lose the, um, you know, the immersion of galaxy's edge. And it's it tough. is what they're doing is, is actually pretty cool. And, and, and what they've done throughout the entire park, um, they actually, and I know a lot of people thought Disney was really stupid to open up, which I'm one of them, but, and I still don't think it's a great choice, but it seems they're taking a lot of, you know, the measures they're taking to make sure everyone's safe. They, they've done a pretty good job of it. This is kind yeah. of what I saw and what a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. I think we're kind of thinking the same thing. And, and Peter was saying that as well. So I don't know, man, it's, and I, and I, in like Disney losing a billion dollars, like I understand it was stupid for them to, to open Disney world. And it's not a great choice because just, it, you know, it's going to COVID is going to run through that place. Like Usain Bolt thing. But yeah. the thing <laughs> is, is it's like, they don't, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. If we want future Star Wars movies, we yeah. want them to be able to make stuff. We, they got to open Disney World. They can't keep losing a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, I think one of the benefits for Disney was that they had just gotten past a lot of uh, expenditures. So, you know, these studios don't have like just 200, 300 million dollars lying around. They, they get a right. bank loan, they get foreign investment. So they owe interest payments. Right. But I think the only big movies that were unable to recoup and that they still have loans out on that were like the payments are going to be due were black widow and mulan yeah uh, okay. and i think both of sense. those movies are st- i mean you know some smaller movies that i'm not aware mm-hmm. of probably right but uh those movies are still probably at least uh they'll make revenue wherever they go they right. might not make profit but they'll bring cash flow in and sort of starve right. off those uh the interest rates of those payments right, right? Right, right so other studios are in way worse spots like there's oh, some yeah. studios that were like we're making all the movies you know and they're just like spending all this money and now they're like oh okay so we no. can't make any money that's what right, you're telling me right. we can't make any money <laughs> right we owe what's the interest payment on 300 million dollars and they're like executives are jumping out of windows right. uh disney well, got lucky in a sense you know that was oh, one yeah. thing about tenet is uh, there was a report that came out that they uh, right now they're they i think how much what did it have to make i think they have to make 800 million dollars before they make any profit on that movie yeah they've oh lost so God. much money so it's like and I feel like a lot of studios are in that position. And so that's why I kind of understand why Christopher Nolan and who, who, who's the company behind that? Is it universal? 
who is I believe it? Is, or is it Warner Brothers? Yeah. I think it's Warner Brothers. Or, I don't know. One of those big big yeah. companies yeah, 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 are yeah. like, guys, what, what can they're they're begging theaters like, please, just it's like, probably Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers Sorry. makes sense. But but I was like, they're probably like begging because they're like, we have so much stuff to pay for because of this mm-hmm. giant. They they destroyed an actual airplane for this movie. Like they had, okay. they, yeah, like yeah, they had yeah. so much money in this movie that yeah. they were like, we have to we have to make our money. And so I understand why they're so like keep pushing the date back, but not like canceling it and not. So it's, it's, yeah. it's just such a weird time in Hollywood for Dude, all these tenant will never be profitable now. No, no, no. I don't think tenant or black widow will be profitable. No. And both of them missed golden opportunities. Yeah. Like when people first black widow should have come out VOD with a big old price tag, right? When people got their Trump right. dollars, right. like that would have been the move. Like, yep. Yep. You know, everybody was looking for stuff to do because now we've all kind of adjusted. You know, like people don't realize that human beings are super malleable. Like yeah. think about how crazy it made you months ago and how your normal routine now you've kind of adapted to. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like it's still weird as hell, but you've adapted to it. Yeah, They missed a crucial opportunity, dude, where people were like going out of their minds, just got twelve hundred dollars of free money and they wanted yeah. to see black widow they screwed it up yeah yeah like yeah. i don't think that movie will ever make a profit now no i don't think so either and i think they're i think they're gonna you know take their you know take the loss and then in the future going forward they're gonna have to figure out a way to maneuver around this new world of, of how we you know consume media so it's, it was crazy to me is like if this had happened this time last year right in the, this in 2019 <laughs> God, don't what? even say it. Don't even say it, Corey. If I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> thrown off Endgame and Rise of Skywalker, and I mean, yeah. like, like Josh was saying, Disney got super lucky in yeah. this. So lucky, like, dude. They had yeah. such a successful year last year. Yeah, that's ten really billion gonna... dollar grocers, right? Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was like Frozen Two, Rise of Skywalker, Endgame. Those Frozen Two is the most profitable animation movie ever, I think. Yeah, I believe it. And then crazy. Endgame number one grossing film of all time so right that's they they, uh, they got so lucky and, and i would if this happened last year and we in end game rise of skywalker both of them wouldn't have been able to come out i wouldn't be i would i would have been i don't i can't even describe how upset i'd be like <laughs> like and they didn't release it on but even and but but if they were like okay we're gonna release rise of skywalker on vod i'd be like uh like I would, it would have been yeah I, so i kind of understand where people are coming from like obviously i would have been the second i could have watched rise of skywalker on my tv here i would have been like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but but i still it would it would have been a bummer not being able to see that and in game in the theaters so for sure they for sure. they they lucked out big time dude yeah they they got super lucky and again with disney plus as well right because oh, disney yeah like they launched that like that's beautiful like they obviously didn't know this was gonna happen nobody knows right. it's gonna happen right, right, but right. like they got it like yeah. right in time and yeah. uh yeah it's nice it's nice leverage and if anything it might be enough to sort of starve off the sh- angry shareholders or potential acquisitions just right. being like look we we've actually accelerated market share uh of this and kind of looks like this is the whole game moving forward right yeah. so could have been yeah. way worse for sure. Clone That's Wars so coming out when it did was so perfect too. Like it True. was right when this was starting, so we had something to look forward to each week. Yep. 
uh, right. for Star Wars, which is awesome. And I think Mandalorian season two is going to be such a hit. Oh I my mean, God, uh, it's all eyes on Mando at this point yeah. because mm-hmm. nothing else coming out. I know, and dude. It's crazy. Like Mandalorian is it has the best luck. Yeah, dude, the they the really do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be huge, and 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 you know, you know, with uh, you know the rumors of Ahsoka being in it, and and, and Bro, Bo-Katan see, and Boba Fett that, and all that stuff. Thinking about how all eyes are going to be on Ahsoka is so exciting to me. Like right. finally, it, like worldwide, people are going to be well. I guess we'll watch the Mandalorian, and then all of a sudden right. you got Ahsoka Tano in there, and then they'll probably go back and watch the Clone Wars. Like yep, Clone right. Wars is about to boom even more than it already yeah. has. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not, not only Ahsoka, we got Bo-Katan in there, you got Rex in there showing up probably. And even maybe even Rebels with Sabine showing up, which I've reported on. Like, like right. there's there's a lot of there's stuff. There's a Boba happening. rumor too. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, Boba, Boba is like a Freaking Boba Fett. Like, dude, dude yeah. there's going to be some old fans that are just, they're unfortunately probably going to move on, pass on to the other realm, but in a beautiful moment. Right, being right. incredibly happy. Yeah, you know no, what? You know, be wild. You know what I think is hilarious? There's going to be millions and millions and millions of regular average folks out there watching an episode of mandalorian about cobb vant from the aftermath novel. Yeah. you know what i mean like that's gonna be yeah. hilarious um, yeah that will be cool i wonder if anybody will like go back and like read that kind of stuff maybe you know, you know, stuff what, what else are we really doing might as well yeah, right true yeah true right. All right, guys. Well, we've gone. This is probably the longest episode of Kessel Run Radio ever. I think we're pushing. That's because I talk too much. No, no, we all do. It's been a blast. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun because we really went off about a lot of stuff. So uh, that weren't on the show notes. So, uh, Josh, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a great, great episode, man. Thank you so much. Where can they follow you on Twitter and uh, and YouTube and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Den of Nerds is the YouTube channel. We also have the Den of Nerds live. I stream five days a week in the mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a ton of fun during our streams. Um, and then you can follow us on Twitter at the Den of Nerds uh, is our handle, I think, on pretty much everything. So, yeah, if you just look up the Den of Nerds, uh, you'll, you'll find us pretty easily. Awesome. Corey, where can they follow you on uh, the social medias, bro? Yeah, you can follow me at Corey underscore Wolfpack as well as at KR Transmissions. Uh, subscribe here on YouTube to see more from us, guys. Um, we just posted a bunch of content uh, last week with exclusives and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. So just stay tuned. Uh, we have a lot more in store. And I think August is going to be massive for, for Star Wars fans. And that's literally in like a couple of days. So yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Cool. You know, what's funny is, is we, you know, I always joke about this has been a thing ever since I started Castle Run Radio. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Lucasfilm decides to drop news at the worst times for me personally. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and, and everything we've heard about how August is coming up and there's going to be a lot of stuff that earnings call, we got a trailer coming, we got a bunch of stuff happening in August. And for half of the month, I'm going to be in effing wyoming bro i'm gonna be there so i will be in the mountain wi-fi in wyoming. exactly yeah. like, I, like my airbnb i'm like hey we're gonna have good wi-fi i'm gonna be uploading content content and, and i'm gonna do an episode of kessel run radio with the mountains in the background it's gonna be nice awesome. so, uh so but you can follow me on twitter at outlaw noah and on instagram at the outlaw noah and like Corey said 
on Twitter at KR Transmissions and Instagram at Kessel Run Transmissions. And make sure you leave a like, subscribe if you enjoyed the episode. We do this show every Wednesday. Um, and yeah, guys, there's a lot of stuff happening right now. We've been dropping a lot of scoops lately. Um, and it's, uh, it's, just, it's fun. It's fun to get some stuff out there and let people get excited when, yes. when Lucasfilm isn't really doing their part on that. Yeah. So Right, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, guys, thank you all so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you later.